Donovan Bailey running things on the podcast airwaves. Yes, it's that time once again. Jason Portwondo alongside the brethren, the legend, Mr. Bailey. And we continue our Black History Month celebrations. And DB, what better way to start than with a little Queen B? She is now the top Grammyist. Yes, I just made that word up. Of all time. I think the number is 32. How impressive is that? That's a big number, man. Um, congratulations to Mrs. Carter. Is it? Can I say that? Is that? Is you that, just did. Is that politically correct? You, but listen, that's an amazing accomplishment. Uh, certainly one of the um, one of the greatest entertainers alive, and you know, very easy on the eyes. Uh, unless you're you're uh, you know sitting beside Jay Z, then you shouldn't look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but extremely <laughs> extremely talented. Uh, uh, woman, singer, uh, entertainer, entertainer, and and uh, yeah, in in Black History Month, this is exactly what we're supposed to do: uh, is celebrate incredible accomplishments uh, by our culture. One hundred percent. She is at thirty-two and counting. We got that. We got an all-black quarterback affair for the first time ever in the Super Bowl. That's so good. That you know, hey, the timing just works, and you know. <sighs> There are so many people we got to salute during this month. And I know we have 28 days, which is more than we usually get. So we're not going to complain this <laughs> time around. I don't know about that, Jason. See, well, my, usually it's 26, isn't my, it? No. Well, yeah, my, my month, no. I mean, uh, you know what? Uh, here's the thing. I, I In all of my, my travels, I, I always tell people that, uh, you know, I, I'm making black history 365 days ah, a year. Ah, okay. Right? You know, but, and and I, always, I always say that. But to your point. I think that it's so important for us to give people their flowers. I think that uh, I think that uh, February is is the month that you know. I mean, there's people like myself or sports people or music people or whatever that are always in the public spotlight. Mm-hmm. But in February, there's a lot of people that deserve to get their flowers, and it's very important for you and I uh, to do that. Uh, and you know. Yeah, we got to do that. I'm with you. I mean, yes, it's 28, sometimes 29. Right. feels like 26 at times. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, and one of those people we need to salute is you. Uh, I know a lot of people that have made uh, made a bunch of different projects in terms of Black History Month, and you have been the subject. So I don't want to look any further than the guy right to my uh, right and uh, honor you, my man, because well, a lot of people aspire to be something big in life. And you've done exactly that. Well, dude, thank you. Um, you know what? I um, well, thank you. I'm I'm always humbled. Um, you know, when I hear that, I'm always, you know, I, I get love and I get my flowers every day from fans. Um, you know, around the country, around the world. When I travel, um, there are there are, there's tens of thousands, millions of kids uh, who are trying to be, uh, you know, a professional athlete uh, to be the fastest uh, human being on earth. Uh, you know, to to uh, you know, essentially uh, get paid to 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 be a big kid to 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 do sports. Uh, so I, you know, I, I thank you for that. Uh, th- one of the reasons uh, I think you know for this podcast and 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 certainly uh, why I continue to use my platform for good mm-hmm. uh, is because uh, you know I know I'm blessed uh, to be here, and my responsibility is to continue to pass on good things for the future generation. So they too. Uh, if I can have some tidbit uh, in them getting to a place where they can be successful, um, then I'll continue to do that. So thank you, and I humbly accept. I humbly accept your um, your good your good words mm-hmm. about my my uh, my contribution to society. Impact. 
you've definitely made that on many lives. And, you know, back in the day, basically no one could stop you. But I have found somebody who could. (laughs) This week's salutation for Black History Month goes out to Garrett Morgan. And Garrett Morgan is the inventor of the three-light traffic light. Usually it's just, you know, kind of red, stop, green, go, obviously. But he instituted that third color of amber, which gave, you know, a little bit more time between transition in terms of traffic. So in 1922, Garrett Morgan patented the traffic signal. And safe to say, you know, one of the most prominent original designs, saving thousands of lives. You know, it, it was the first to offer a third, what they call caution signal. Yes. Which we now call as a yellow light. Right. And in 1912, Morgan as well received a patent for his breathing device, which is one of the earliest versions of a gas mask. Man. You know what? So, Again, this is what, this is what I, I think that, that's so significant. He gets to have his flowers. And, and I hope that his, you know, that patent still very much is alive and is supporting his family. Uh, because he is again uh, someone who's done uh, incredible things and and has contrib- contributed um, an amazing device to society. Imagine imagine uh, this, Jason, is something that whatever country you travel to around the planet, mm-hmm. it has to exist. Exactly. It it has. This is like air or water. If you have road, if you have a street, if you have road, um, you know. Those three lights are, are very important, you know? Green goes, yeah. red, you, you stop, and, you know, I've, I've gone through a couple of yellow lights, by the way, so thank you. Uh, and, and any any red me. ones? Because now these days with the cameras. No, man, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, if, 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 if the light says stop, I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Yeah. And just think, traffic, the way it is these days, if we had no traffic lights, could you imagine us all having four-way stops, how much traffic there would be? Well, I one I, at a time. I well, I can't imagine uh, that um, how many accidents there would be. Yeah, uh, I can't Im- imagine driving, especially here in Canada. Road or, rage. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, well, there's a lot of road rage now for no reason whatsoever. Well, I get that in my driveway. <laughs> I'm just, listen. I'm just trying to. You know what? I, I'm thinking about the weather and 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 just stop signs and 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 how difficult that would be. But you know what? Congratulations, man. That's 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 an excellent Black History moment. Garrett Morgan, we salute you. Back in the day, dubbed the Black Edison. That's, you know, Edison's a pretty good company you're in. Well, if I mean, they're going to say that about you, even though he's his own man, don't get well, me wrong. Well, I, I was wondering. He's got his own name. I, 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 I was wondering about the Black Edison th- thing. That's what he called himself. Well, hey, why not? Yeah. I guess it's 1912. It's marketing. So why not? If he's going to attach, attach himself to someone who is famous for inventing uh, then sure, why not? Every week on this program throughout this month of February, we will salute somebody in terms of what they have done, making an impact in terms of Black History Month. And this is a nice little segue. My goodness, it feels like we've waited and waited and waited. We're still a few days away, but I can't wait to hear this. An all-black affair under center for the first time ever. That's hard to believe. Yeah. I mean, I know back in the day, quarterbacks wasn't a position. Black guys were, I don't want to say weren't allowed to play, but 
they, you know, they weren't steered in that direction. It wasn't popular. Right. It wasn't popular. But I look think, at it now. Yeah. And look what we have for the first time ever in a Super Bowl. Two black quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes taking on Jalen Hurts. I, I, yeah, I think it wasn't popular because of how the, maybe of how the position was, was um, um, marketed uh, towards players. Uh, it, it, it's very obvious that uh, you need someone who can throw a ball and you need someone who can scramble. Uh, so you need a, absolutely a more athletic uh, quarterback. I mean, Jason, you know, before I even go anywhere, all like all I was thinking when you're when you're when we're when we're talking about this just now is that I wonder if you know Michael Vick or Randall Cunningham Ooh, was allowed to play. Man. Were, 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 could could have played in this era. Anyway, oh, oh my God! Anyways, oh, oh the RPO! <laughs> oh my God! Just crushing it. You're right. Absolutely. You bring I, up great points there with, yeah oh man absolutely so but you know what i have to tell you it is it is amazing uh to see uh where uh the game of football has a lot has, has evolved mm-hmm. and uh and the fact is that we we have two young men uh you know um we have two young black men uh th- that are that are leaders uh leaders of their team into the biggest uh american uh, football championships. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be amazing. Uh, you know, what? I'm sure at some point during this podcast, you're going to ask me who I'm, who I'm going to pick. Oh, uh, be patient. <laughs> I am, and I don't know. tell me the black quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to tell you the black quarterback. Okay. Um, but I but I have to tell you. I mean, it is it is absolutely amazing. Uh, I was watching. Um, I was watching both. I was watching the press conference. Um, right. Uh, yesterday, media night. Yes, I was watching the press conference. And and uh, there's there's one thing that I I really I I love and, and like it it just got to the point that I sank in my seat and, and you know I was looking at both of these kids as if I was their father. It was amazing how much credit they gave to all of the quarterbacks before them that, that of color, right? But not only of color. All of the quarterbacks, because I'm saying to you that that uh, you know uh, Tom Brady's just retiring, so you hear uh, you know Mahomes talking about Tom Brady, but not only talking about Tom Brady. These guys were talking about Warren Moon, Doug Williams, and like everybody, Randall. They were talking as about, they should. You know what? And 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 I think that um, you know I know that you know the the game of football is changing, but what is amazing? <clears throat> what is amazing is that. Uh, they none of these athletes try to cancel each other. There is there, there, there there's a, there's a, there's a steady set of respect that they must have, and uh, that's why the game will continue to thrive and con- continue to grow, and continue to make a lot of money. Uh, just because the commodities who are the players continue to have absolute much respect for each other, but also pay homage to every single person that played football before them, especially the black ones. Love media night used to be media day. Yeah. They changed it, get it into prime time. Right. And it was just phenomenal to watch a ton of storylines. If you're covering this year's Super Bowl and you go back to whatever media outlet you're working for and, and you say you couldn't find a story. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you, you need to be fine. There, there are a ton of them. Even the Kelsey brothers—that's never happened before. That's amazing. Travis and his older brother Jason going head to head. The mom is there making cookies for them. We had a young female reporter. She looked like to be ten years old at most. She interviewed Jalen Hurts, and it was the coolest thing ever. 
It was, man, I, I was getting boost gumps. Yeah, you heard me right. <laughs> boost gumps. Boost gumps. <laughs> Course, I was getting boost gumps. Of course, yes, of course. I was like, "Wow, this is this is awesome." This, you got to flip the script. No, no, for sure. And and you know what? I mean, it's it's. I mean, again, to your point, if you see a, like this is how you 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 engage younger audience. I mean, if you see a one hundred percent. If you see if you see a journalist and a journalist is ten years old, as you said, or twelve years old, uh, and they're asking incredible questions. Oh, and they're engaging. Right and participating, was, yeah. Uh, then you know what, man. You know what? You know when I talk about pass the baton, which is which is my my um, uh, my foundation. Uh, you know, you know one of the things I do. Uh, that's what it is. I mean, you 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 engage younger people and 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 you put them out there, and and you will be surprised how versatile they are, uh, and and smart they are, um, with the ability to just get on in there and do as good a job as any adult. Love that foundation. Just got to change the name to Batten and we're good. <laughs> One day you will receive the Batten and realize it's Whatever, the Batten. <laughs> do you say Baton say Rouge, Louisiana? I do. You do? I say Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Oh, you do say Batten. All right. right. Yeah. Okay. We're getting you there. We're getting you there. Baton. Baton. Oui, yeah. monsieur. Qu'est-ce que tu penses? Uh, okay. Let's break down this game. I mean, we're not going to break it down fully because, you know, this is like Can't. a 35-minute <laughs> podcast, right? We like to keep things moving. But so much talk of the two quarterbacks. Which side has the edge in your opinion? I mean, some will say it's obviously Mahomes. Been there, done that. Super Bowl champ. Some will say, well, no, it's Hurts. He's coming up with a new vibe here. And, you know, he was 16-1 and one this year under center. So quarterback edge, in your opinion, goes to? Oh man! So okay. So are we doing this now? We're doing this now. We're we doing this now. We're okay. This so right now. okay. So I'm gonna break this down in my brain. As, but just as, give me the quarterbacks. I have other categories for you. So just give me quarterbacks. I, I think that <clears throat> I think Mahomes got two weeks. Um, I think that uh, he's been doing physio on on those ankles uh, for two weeks. I think he's gonna come out firing, and uh, and adrenaline will take him take him the rest of the way. I think he's got to. I don't think Jalen Hurts has to do as much as Patrick Mahomes will have to do. Yeah, Put it this way. <clears throat> Jalen Hurts can have an okay game, and the Philadelphia Eagles can still win. We've seen that already. True. Patrick Mahomes True. cannot afford to have an okay game and beat Philadelphia. So I'm with you. I think Patrick Mahomes has to be the better player in the center for, for the Chiefs to have any chance. Okay. All right. So we're not betting who's winning, but we know you're, we know you're an Eagles man, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? So I'm just saying to you that, yeah, uh, okay, then then I agree with you. Then. Okay. I, I mean, well, I said it first, so Let, let's I don't know why I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk coaches. And it's kind of the same feel to it. Right. You got Andy Reid, been there, done that, right? Mm -hmm. Super Bowl champion. Right. You got Nick Sirianni. Mm-hmm. Up and comer, kind of like mm -hmm. a Jalen Hurts, right? Yep. And here's the rub. Nick Sirianni was the wide receivers coach in Kansas City. Ah. When Andy Reid got there, Andy Reid did not keep him on the staff. Oh, so it's ah. like an athlete. You know, they say, oh, it's just another game. When you're playing your former team, it's never just another game. Who has the coaching edge? Oh, man. Okay, so we have the so we have Sirianni with the it's, it's, well we'll say the young whippersnapper. Right? Yes, I do like that. Right, yep. okay. and and uh, going up against the master, but 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 obviously he's unafraid, right? Um, Andy knows what it's uh, Andy's Andy's tasted what it's like to be on top, mm -hmm. um, and obviously the, the the team that he's coaching um, has also done so. 
man, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to call this a draw. I mean, I think that um, I I believe that the 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 Eagles have the Eagles feel like it's unfinished business for the season if they don't win. That's again, that's just me looking through the trees. Yeah. However, however, I think that um, maybe. Uh, you know, I'm going to give a slight edge to, to, slight edge to Andy because I'm thinking that um, he's got a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more experience, and and um, and and maybe maybe drop some different things, knowing uh, that the coach across across the field um, might know some of his old tricks. Uh, man, I do not like your answers because <laughs> I have nothing to argue. <laughs> and this is what I like to do is be argumentative. We but know that. We I know. can't. Yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I think Nick Sirianni has a point to prove. Mm-hmm. As we all know, payback is a beauty. <laughs> and I think he gets that redemption. But, yeah, you, you got to give the coaching edge to Andy Reid just yeah. because they've been there, done that. And and Andy Reid's been on both sides of this equation. So right. yet another storyline right. for this year's Super Bowl, what is it, uh, I think 52? Right, and I think that also because I, I think Mahomes also has a, has a chip on his shoulder because uh, they lost to Cincinnati. Was it last year or the year yep, before? Last year. So, so yeah. So he's he's he, he's a little peeved with that. So yeah. So the slight edge to 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 uh, the master in this game. All right, fair enough. We move on. Offense. Which side are you leaning on in terms of having the uh, the better offense? I mean, I'll, I'll let you go first. Okay. Jeez. Um, well, I think the Eagles can be as aggressive. The, the Eagles, I think, um, you know, obviously when they're when they're when they're clicking on all cylinders, um, they they. I mean, it, it's a very nice cohesive unit. However, um, if you got Mahomes and Kelsey alone, if you got those two guys, um, you know, at, attached by the ball. Uh, and uh, he can incorporate three or four other receivers. Uh, then, then I'm going to give the slight edge again to Kansas City. All right, I think I said 52. It's obviously 57. Talking Super Bowls, but again, Kansas. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to disagree. Let's go defense and wrap this thing up before <laughs> we get a final answer. We're going we're to disagree at some we, point. We need to we agree will. to disagree. We will defense. God. No, no, no. This is a five-second thought. This is cut and dry. You should be like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's it's definitely Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, I'll no, answer yeah, but, that for but, you. But, but, I mean, again, but then I, I was, listen, I was okay. trying to find, I was trying to find something. Don't force in it. In there. I was Don't trying to find it. something in there to, uh, to, gonna, to disagree that Philadelphia is a better defense, but Philadelphia is a better defense. Okay. Yeah. And special teams might turn out to be the thing. Who knows with a winning field goal kick. I'll take Elliott over. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Butker, Butker, Butker. It's That's his right. name, Butker. Um, I'll take it late over Butker. Uh, all I want to know right now is the main answer: Who wins Super Bowl Fifty Seven? God, you know what, oh, man? The last team with the ball. The la- I, I Okay, so it's the last team with the ball, and it's the last team with the ball, and well, yeah, because probably going to take a knee, so. <laughs> Thanks, man. Give be me quiet. That. <laughs> it's the okay. So it's the last team with the ball, and I would not want the last team with the ball to be Kansas City because Mahomes has done it uh, on numerous occasions. So if I'm gonna make a bet, I'm gonna say that it's Kansas City 
by three. Oh, finally, we can agree to disagree. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles win this by double digits. Really? Would not be surprised. Wow. Would not be surprised. Okay, we put money on it, right? This whole game hinges on one guy, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. And if the Eagles, who had 70 odd sacks during mm-hmm. the regular season, nearly broke the record mm-hmm. of sacks. Mm-hmm. If they show up like I believe they will, ah. Kansas City's in trouble. You think so? Patrick Mahomes is a different quarterback, like most, when you're being rushed. When he's being pressured, right. Right, exactly. Right. right. So the you fact so? that he's definitely not going to be 100%, we know sprains do not heal within two, three weeks. I know mm. they've got all this new technology and whatever else, mm. but I won't believe anybody who tells me he's 100%. He's not, well, I mean, that's... Same thing could go for Jalen Hurts. But yeah, but that, that's the thing. I mean, I don't... Um, you know, obviously you don't know if someone's 100% um, unless you actually are in camp with them or you're beside them. Uh, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 you're, you're correct. Uh, the, the, the entire game hinges on, 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 on one man. Uh, but I think that man has done it before. Uh, oh, you know, for sure. I, yeah. and, 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 and I think that I, I, I think it's going to be, a, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I, I believe that Mah- the Mahomes, uh, you know, the, the, um, the offensive line is going to be, they have to be. They're going to be. They're going to be next level, right. uh, and um, and I'm very certain. I mean, I know that in, in the olden days, uh, quarterbacks used to give the O line, give those guys trucks or Rolexes or whatever. I'm very certain that Mahomes he's got he's got 500 million in the bank, right? Trucks. Man, um, I'll block for you any day. Well, <laughs> I'm saying to you that I, I'm very certain that Mahomes is promising his O line some really good gifts uh, at the end of this game. So I think that those guys are going to play out of their mind. And, and uh, again, I, I, I'm saying that, um, that KC is going gonna, it's gonna to be, it's, it's going to be, uh, I'm thinking if, if the game is, I think the game is going to be close. And so if the game's going to be close, then, then uh, I'm, uh, my mind's on KC. All right. You can take KC. I'll take Philadelphia. <laughs> to me, the Eagles are just such a well-rounded team, and I'm not speaking with my heart here. You are speaking with your heart. It's my head. You are no, speaking with I both. Mean, uh, Jason Portwondo is an Eagles fanatic. The Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> do not have a rushing attack. That scares the okay. Eagles. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Eagles can beat you on the ground. Eagles can beat you in the air. Eagles can beat you with a little RPO. They got rookie cornerbacks trying to cover A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. Good luck with that. All right. Uh, the only way this game is close is if Patrick Mahomes puts up 480 yards of offense. And he's done that in his sleep. He will be awake on Sunday. <laughs> very much so. Sleeping. Very, Anyways, very much. All right, let's move on. Yeah. Let's talk a little basketball. Uh, Kyrie Irving. I mean, we talked last week and we said, you know, with the Toronto Raptors having oh, a movement, there's still did. a ton of potential there. Right. OGs in play, Pascal, Freddie, who knows, to be continued. But the they're Brooklyn still Nets. They're still there. They're, they're, the they're yeah. still there. So we were both you, correct. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were. But uh, I don't think it's going to stay that way. No, it's I'd be, not. I'd be shocked if somebody does not leave the Toronto Raptors in terms of a deal. But Kyrie Irving. On to Dallas to play with Luca. Do you like the deal? I do. I do like the deal. Okay. I, mean, I do. Well, for who? For Brooklyn getting rid of him? Or you mean for Dallas? For no. Kyrie? You know what? I, I, I think, I, listen, I like Kyrie's game, man. Right? And I want to see his game playing with, with, with like a dynamic player like Luca. 
right? And I recognize that there's only one ball to go around between them, right? Um, But, I I mean, I do like what Dallas looks like because, you know, now they're going to create, I mean, Dallas was creating havoc with just Luka, right? Because, you know, you know, Luca obviously is the number one option on the Mavericks team. Uh, but now you've got you've got a second option. Well, you, you, well, you had a, a bunch of options, but I'm talking about legitimate uh, and, and ready to go every night. So I'm liking the Dallas Mavericks. I, I'm not telling you that they're going to win the NBA championships yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but I like it. I mean, I, I do like it. Uh, you know what? You know how it's going to play out in Brooklyn. I don't I mean, I really don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's a lot of pressure now being put on KD uh, to see what he can do in Brooklyn because, you know, again, the, 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 the entire house is on his shoulders. Uh, so interesting. But I do, I do like the deal. I mean, I, 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 you know, as I read, uh, as you did, um, I think that LeBron uh, was a little pissed off that, that, um, that the deal wasn't made with the Lakers uh, right. because I think they wanted to have like um, – you know the you know they wanted to recreate what they had in Cleveland, uh, but yeah, I do like the deal. So you're asking me a question: Do I like the deal? The answer is yes. I think that Dallas is going to be, uh, you know, someone to reckon with now, team to reckon with. Dallas gets Kyrie Irving, Markeith Morris, going to Brooklyn, Spencer Dinwiddie, mm-hmm. Dorian Finney-Smith, a second rounder from 2027, a first rounder from 2029, that being unprotected, and a second from. 2029 as well. So here, here's the stats, the way, man. I love this. Here's the it's way great. I look at this deal. Yeah. <clears throat> he's an eight-time All-Star. The man can flat out ball. He might be the best ball handler in the league. Kyrie. Kyrie is right. phenomenal. Yeah, but he's pretty good. And it's a big old butt. Right. Go back to Cleveland. He was in a great situation with LeBron and company. That ended up getting messed up. You fast forward. Goes to the Boston Celtics. Plays with Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. Good team. Great that, team. That gets messed up. Right. Now you go to the dream team, playing with Kevin Durant, Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Fabulous situation. That gets messed up. So what, I just don't uh, know about Kyrie Irving. Man. The man. <laughs> he is a phenomenal basketball player. Top five in the league for me. Right. And I'm sure he's a great person. Yeah. But for some reason, these things just don't work out. What is Jason Kidd going to do? What is Mark Cuban going to do to make this work? It's it's a phenomenal one-two punch right. with him and Luca, but we've seen that before. I just don't know. So what you're saying? So what you're saying is that there's there's a there, there's a there, there is a there's a um, there's history uh, involved. So some baggage. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> there, yeah, and 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 clearly, I mean, it's. Uh, there's one deciding factor in every one of those situations. Common denominator? There's, there's a common... Yes. Yeah. There's, there's certainly a common denominator in every single one of those situations. And don't get me wrong. Right. Kyrie is available. I want him too. Right. Because he, he's a stud. Right. But I, I just don't know. So, well, I'm just saying to you, though, I, I've seen... Mark Cuban is not just an owner, right? Mark Cuban played ball. And Mark, Mark Cuban's one of maybe the young, cool, one of the young, cool owners that are in the league. Uh, and if anything, I mean, you know, when, you know, didn't Rodman go to, to Mavericks and played well back in the day? I'm just saying to you that, like, Mark will put an athlete in a situation where they can, they can grow within whatever it is that they, like, whatever it is that they're going through, they can mm-hmm. grow there. So, so I don't think that, um, Kyrie, I think that a Kyrie, well, I think that Kyrie's gonna blossom. 
I really do. I think that uh, he's going to be able to handle the rock. Um, I think that him and Luca are going to be able to play because, you know, Mark won't joke. Mark will, Mark will show him the door in a minute. Um, so uh, that's why I'm saying to you that, that, that I think that the Dallas trade uh, is going to work just because mm-hmm. Mark's a different owner. If that is the case, right. it's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be great to watch. It's just the past performances. You know, you, Got you, it. you've seen it before. He's played with the best of the best. We mentioned LeBron. Mentioned KD. I mean, what more do you need? You what? got the young studs like a Jalen Brown and a Jason Tatum. Like He's been in great situations with great ballers already. It just never seems to work out. Did you? Did, so do you believe that he wanted to go to to um to the Lakers then? I don't know if he wanted to go to the Lakers or not. I I don't know, but that well, he yeah, certainly maybe, wanted. To, LeBron was upset, clearly. Right. Maybe there wasn't enough to come back the other way from the Lakers. I I don't know. I'm not sure. But I'm a huge Kyrie fan. <clears throat> it's just I've seen this story before, and I kind of feel like before the credits start rolling, I already know how it's going to end. Well, I am. I am going to be the optimist as I always am. Okay. Um, I think that it's a good trade based on your first question to me. And uh, I believe that this will uh, work out well. I, I, I really think that, that Dallas now has an opportunity to go even deeper uh, in the playoffs. And I am looking forward to the game. All right. Fair enough. If they can get this to work out, yeah, that's going to be a really good team. Just another powerhouse in the West, which seems like we got a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Donovan Bailey running things. Jason Portwando alongside the man, DB. As always, we like that uh, you're a part of this podcast. Be a part of each and every one of them. One a week is what we give you. We ask that you continue to like, share, follow, subscribe, download. Just be a part of it. That's all we ask. As we talk a little track and field, man, oh, man, things were hot indoors last week in Boston. Here's the men's final from the 60. Rommel got a better start than Lyles, that's for sure. On the inside, Kemp got away well as well. But as we see, Noah Lyles start to come through. That's very close. Rommel got away better. Noah Lyles coming through with momentum. He has got it. 6.51. A new lifetime best for Noah Lyles. That's hot. 6.51. That, that's moving. And if that's a precursor to what we're going to see outdoor right. in 2023, ooh, can't wait. I tell you, um, watching the watching the race last week, um, you know, it, it, it reminded me, obviously, of when I was competing. 651 is my fastest time indoors. But I didn't really care about indoors. The purpose of indoors for me, um, you know, as a power sprinter, was to work on my start, work on my consistency, work on my stride pattern, work on my rhythm. You know who's doing that right now? No loss. I'm telling you. Oh, I think you going to say Marcel Jacobs. Well, Marcel's doing it too, uh, Jason, but that's okay. We're going to have, I know, hey, listen, Jason really loves Marcel Jacobs. I mean, I actually like him, but you know, we'll, 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 we'll get into that again. But I'm telling you, what is happening is this. Lay it uh, on me. Well, Trevon Bromel should actually be, Trevon Bromel should own the indoor circuit. Him, and, he, and he had him. Trevon Bromel and, um, um, you know, and and Christian are 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 two sprinters that should own the indoor. They should own it because uh, you know both of them. Uh, you know, obviously, very consistent start. Uh, you know, but the taller, um, the taller sprinters like Noel Lyles, uh, you know, like Marcel, <clears throat> like Fred, 
uh, Curly. Uh, you know, you 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 give those guys like a tiny sliver uh, outdoors, and they're gonna they're gonna take advantage of it. And I'm saying to you that Noel Lyles does not care about the indoors. And I'm telling all track heads this. I'm telling you that because I was one of the athletes who who used the indoor season and used <coughs> shorter distance sprinters or shorter <coughs> power speed uh, guys. Um, you know, to get my game going. And it's very clear that Noel Lyles, one, is using the indoor season uh, to get his speed up. He certainly wants to run the 100 outdoors this year. He wants to run the, and he certainly wants to run the deuce. We know that he wants to go after some world records. He was talking about that. He's a long way from that. I mean, you know, Bolt, the the, the world record is 958. Mm-hmm. He's, ran, he's ran 986. Now, that's 100 miles away from that. He's also ran... Uh, 1931 and 1919 is the world record. Now both, I mean, I love the fact that he's talking about um, oh, yeah. winning and breaking world records because that, as an athlete, is what you should be doing. But uh, the great king, Usain St. Leo Bolt, uh, you know, that record of 1919 and 958, uh, from what I see, uh, yeah, that's absolutely in in, in no jeopardy right now. Um uh, but uh, but I, I love the fact again that these kids are there. Uh, they're laying it down the track with all the you know spike plates, technology, all that stuff. They're working their butt off, and they're giving us great product. And I will say this: the post race reaction very different. Lyle's ecstatic, thinking that you know what, this is just the start of some big things to come. Then you look at Bromel, right? Downright pissed off that he lost. Well, well, and he and he ought to be. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm saying to you that this is another day at the office of lives. You know what, Lyles, the indoor season for me was just to break up the monotony of training. This is exactly what Lyles is doing. He's like, okay, I got a bunch of indoor meets. I'm gonna go run it, and then I'm gonna go back to training. I'm gonna go make some money, then I'm gonna come back to training. Uh, Trevon, Trevon should be saying, I gotta go and run six forty. And the fact is that he got out of the blocks and then he tightened up. I don't know what he was waiting for because you cannot allow yourself to be in a 60, right? And uh, and and be looking or waiting for anybody. Because as soon as you do that, as soon as there's a pause in your race, it simply means that, uh, you know, from te- you're going to fall apart technically, uh, which, which allows, you know, the next guy mm-hmm. to pass you. Trayvon, <clears throat> avid listener of this show. Got one thing to say. Long way to go in 2023. That one race will not define your 2023 100%. campaign. So 100%. let's let's move on. Uh, Grant Holloway winning that same distance race, but obviously over jumps. Ladies' side of the 60 meters ended like this. Where they go, Hobbs and Briscoe pretty even off the start line, but now Hobbs gets the edge. Briscoe chasing it down at the moment, but it's going to be Aaliyah Hobbs once again. The world leader takes the women's 60 meters title in 7.02. Barely broke a sweat. And she yep. is one of my watch out factors in 2023. Yeah? Yeah, I, I do like her. Obviously, I know indoors, a little bit different than outdoor. Right. But I, I still think she's one that can at least make her presence felt. I'm not saying she's going to beat the likes of a Shikari or, or some of the others out there like Abby and the up-and-comers. But I think she can at least... And Shelly and Elaine. Well, I was talking American. <coughs> I was oh, sorry. On the, on the American side. <coughs> oh, of course. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. You know what? Listen, that, that, that's all. Yeah, that, the woman's 60 was also uh, quite amazing. And Leah Hobbs has been extremely consistent. Again, uh, people, when you're watching, I love watching the women compete because you're looking at how technically sound they are. 
you know, just getting out of the blocks, getting in the dry face, standing up and accelerating past everyone. Uh, you know, she looked very consistent. <clears throat> but I have to mention, Jason, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lady from St. Lucia. Uh, her name is Julian Alfred. She's a University of Texas uh, student. Mm-hmm. Just ran seven seconds flat. Uh, she's coached by Edric Floreal, who is also a, a, a triple jump champion from Canada. Who, Edric's Ed, Edric is the head coach at University of Texas. But look out. Speaking of the lookouts, uh, okay. Hobbs is going to be an absolute monster outside. But I think Julian Hobbs, uh, Julian uh, Alfred uh, from University of Texas is going to be it's going to be another lookout. And, and, and of course, last week when you and I had a conversation, we we're talking about Abby Steiner who is going to be in her first full season as a professional athlete. So we've got some amazing young sprinters coming up. And, of mm. course, we have the uh, quote, as, as, as they would say. <clears throat> um, Shelly Ann Fraser and Elaine and Sharika and others. Uh, you know, So, I mean, I love what is happening uh, in the track world, and I look forward to some amazing things uh, coming up. Oh, man, that was just a little taste of what's on the way. The rest of this season, Femke Bull winning over 500. Yes. She's just dominant, that Dutch uh, athlete. And, you know, to me, there are so many different ways we could go in terms of a first star of the meet, but I'm going to go Noah Lyles. He runs 6'5 twice. I think he was uh, was 6'5'6 and then 6'5'1 in the final. So, yeah, to me, that was impressive. And I don't think he wants to run that short. I think, you know, Mm. at least 100. Well, you know he runs a two, obviously. Yeah, so. but the, but the two is his, the two is his thing for sure. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna so for me, who's your first star? Oh, it's gonna be Hobbs for me. Okay, it's gonna be Hobbs for me because I'm just saying, you know, hasn't won a major individual title. So uh, and and so and been consistent outdoors. I know what Noah Lyles is doing, and he's just having fun. I know that this is not. It's really child's play for him. I mean, you funny enough, as as you mentioned, you know, a second ago. Uh, the differences in 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 reaction between him and and Bromel, Bromel is pissed off. Yeah, and Lyles are just have Lyles like, hey, where are we going for dinner? What's happening, right? <laughs> <laughs> so so I it it is Hobbs. Uh, you know, she's I'm looking forward to see what she's gonna do when you add the other forty meters. Uh, but yeah, it's been consistent and and also want to see what they do uh, for the rest of the indoor season. All right. It's that time once again as we wind down this edition of Donovan Bailey running things. We got it on that anchor leg. A cleaning stage of Donovan Bailey is pouring it on. LeBron James soon to become number one in terms of NBA points. Now, again, we're not going to get into the whole Jordan-LeBron discussion because there is no discussion. Two different eras. Two different styles in terms of the way they refereed basketball back then and two different now, positions. Two different positions, right. load management. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That wasn't even that wasn't even a thing back in the load what? You're playing every day, practicing every day. We don't care if you're sick, so let's just squash that. <laughs> LeBron is thirty six <laughs> points away. Right. Tonight on the court versus OKC. Does it happen tonight or will it take more than one game? No, I think it happens tonight. I, I think that his team I think that is you know, at the end of the day, LeBron James wants to win an NBA championships. So I think that his, and he wants to win it this year. So I believe wants to win. Don't know if he is going to win. So I believe that he, his team feeds him the ball today and he gets 40. I, I like, I like, I think he gets it. I guess it today. I mean, you know, again, uh, you're correct. 
<clears throat> Jason, we're not talking about errors. I, I remember, you know, listening to this last night, and I remember when I was playing, when I was playing basketball back in the day, we used to, we used to have a game called No Blood, No Foul. And, and that was the era that Jordan played in. You know, you know if, you, if you shot the basketball and, um, and you weren't bleeding, then they would, they, a foul would be called. So anyways, uh, that being said, um, this era, uh, LeBron James is going to be uh, the, 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 the highest scoring basketball, uh, professional basketball player that ever lived. And he deserves it. Uh, 20 years Still, still going, still going uh, great. Um, you know, he's got two sons that's probably going to end up being in the league uh, in the next two years. Uh, so good on you, man. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be watching the game and to kind of see how this rolls out. Minnesota Vikings have hired Brian Flores mm-hmm. as their defensive coordinator. Who remember all the stuff with Flores uh, suing the NFL and blah blah blah, this and that with Miami and everything else. Are you surprised that he's got a job back in the league? No, I, I, you know what? I, no, I, I'm not. Um, I think the great thing about, you know, society and, you know, and, and where we are today is that if you have qualified people applying for a job and, uh, you know, and, and, and you know that they're qualified to do that job, then you should hire them. Um, so that's the reason why I think he has a job in the NFL, because he's a qualified coach and he's, he's proven his worth. Good answer. I was a little skeptical, to be honest, after, you know, he was suing the NFL, the Broncos, Dolphins, Giants, all part of that for, you know, um, racial hiring practices that he, you know, weren't up to his liking. And, hey, I'm with him. I totally get it. I just wasn't sure. But that is great to see. Business is business. Business is business. And and again, remember now, the football machine is a multi-billion dollar business and they want the very best people. And, And he is a great coach. Three more quick hits. Tom Brady, yeah, he's still retired. Um, will not be calling football in 2023. Says he'll wait until 2024 to step behind the mic. Are you looking forward to that or don't care? I am looking forward to that. I, I think it's always good to see, you know, as, a, as an athlete, as a professional athlete myself, who's transitioned, uh, you know, to the booth to, to be an analyst. Uh, it's always good to see... Um, another athlete's personality or what they bring to the game other than actually being in the game. Uh, I, 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 you know what I think, Jason? I, I really think that although Tom has retired and, um, and will stay retired, I think he still has a little bit of, mm, you know, he's got a little residue of competitive uh, nature in him because I thought he was at least going to show up to the, the, to, the, to the championship, get to, the, to the, the Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, but yeah, I, I am, you know, Hey, listen, I am looking forward to him, uh, you know, calling games next year or, you know, I'm just looking forward to him. I, I think that I think it'd be excellent. I mean, I obviously you see um, the Manning brothers and what they're doing. So I'm looking forward to Tom and what he's going to do. wonder if Tony Romo will still be calling games uh, by the time. That <laughs> well, you don't let's, want him let's, to. <laughs> let's just move on from there. An 18 year old from Sault Ste. Marie won forty eight million dollars in the lottery. She's never played because she's never been old enough. Oh, her grandfather said, play a ticket. She won. She's getting all these hits on social media because she wants to become, um, I think it's a doctor, something in the medical field. Right. Everybody's saying to her, you know, forget about it. You'll never make that much money doing that as you did in terms of the lottery. What's your thought on that? If you won a whole leap of money, how would it change your life outside of, you know, buying stuff? Would you still want to work? What would you do? A hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think that you and I had a conversation a while back, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, if, 
I sell one of my companies today and, and, and you know, I, I get a billion dollars, it really wouldn't change what it is that I do. I would still, be, I, I mean, I, I'm still a dad. I'm, you know, I'm, I'd, I'd still be giving back. You know, I'd still, I'd still want to work. I mean, believe me, I'd, we'd still do this podcast. I'm with, uh, yeah. So I, I would not, there, 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 there's, there's no reason whatsoever for, for this girl, for the, for this child after winning for her not to continue to pursue her dreams, regardless of what happens. Uh, you know, the thing that you must nurture is your brain and your body. And regardless of what or how much billions you have, you still have to be, uh, you know, intellectually stimulated and you still have to be physically active. You were on a roll today. I have nothing brop, to say. Brop. Nothing more to say. <laughs> nothing more to say. And by the way, Sault Ste. Marie, because this is a global show, Ontario, part of Canada. Final thing I want to ask you, it was really cool at the Grammys to watch Adele. She said her favorite of all time, or one of her favorites, I should say, is The Rock. Mm-hmm. The Rock felt the same way about Adele. They got a chance to meet. That was so cool. Who is the one performer? Could be from any background. Could be an actor. It could be an athlete. Whatever. Who is Jesus. one person that you get a little bit giddy for if you got a chance to meet them? God. Okay, so I, I met Prince and Michael. Um, God, man, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. See, that, that's, that's like, you, you know what? That's no. like two seconds for me, Salma Hayek. Oh, for God. Well, we know that. So, <laughs> okay, we know for many when I, when I, when I say Dude, for it, many- <laughs> When I say it took two seconds, it, 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 did. it, it did take two seconds. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. Um, I, anyways, I, I completely back to totally you. forgot. Back to you. I, listen, I'm 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 just gonna go with Bob Marley to keep it clean here. Okay. <laughs> One love. One love. <laughs> and with that, we put the wraps on another edition of Donovan Bailey running things. Appreciate the company. I'm Jason Portwando. He is Mr. Bailey. Take us out, if you will. Stay safe, uh, people, and uh, we'll see you next week. And by the way, he's wrong about it.